0: This is Just Life at the villain on Twitter. I'm listening, and you guys are listening to the Heart and Marvel Podcast.
1: Alright guys, what's up? Welcome to Heart and Marvel Podcast. I'm your host as always, Justin, and I got Josias from Comic Syndicate Podcast with me. Say what's up, Josias. What's up, guys? How you
0: guys doing, Justin?
1: So he's going to be my guest uh, for today, and man, we got some crazy stuff to talk about. Um, Just as we were planning this show, um, the, the whole Sony and Marvel thing dropped today, man, and everybody is going bunkers on Twitter and all of social media and saying, You know, basically, Tom Holland is gone forever. And, of course, we know that some of the people that are on the MCU train are not going to (laughs) really read the whole freaking article, man. But um, So, let's talk about this. Marvel and Sony, supposedly Spider-Man, is out of the MCU forever. But even when you and I were talking on, on Instagram, man, I was saying, you know what? I don't even know if... I mean, it is true, but I don't know if this is like... Solidified. I don't know if he's gone forever, man. So, k- kind of, what do you think about this? I know it's very, very fresh. Everybody's talking about it. What do you think, man?
0: You know what? I was slammed at the office today, and when I got that message from you, just you know, chit chatting with you, I'm like, damn, yeah, okay, I gotta read this article. And I'm slammed. I'm like, no, we're gonna wait for a few minutes. And it was, it was crazy. Like, uh, you're right. Uh, seeing everything on Twitter just blow up and everyone's reactions to the news was pretty intense, and it's still pretty intense, man. Uh, So Marvel and Sony could not work out a deal. Sony walks away from the table. Uh, You brought up a great point on Instagram, though, dude. You mentioned how Sony is just going to walk when they had money in their pocket,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's
0: a sad thing, but um, yeah,
1: man, we, we got to dissect it, man, we, we have to go for it. Yeah, we, we do, man, so supposedly, I mean, everybody, Amy, Amy Pascal, everybody is butching her, now she is actually Team Feige, okay, a lot of my resources, a lot of my sources, should I say, um, are really, really good sources in the industry, and they've been kind of my dudes, for several years and um they're saying no man this is legit but the ink is still you know not even that dry yet in in that way and there might be some redemption later on the line i think what happens here and what basically happened here just to break down the transaction is that in around the civil war with the russo brothers and they were already talking to sony about using um spider-man and pretty much i mean I have to say that Sony is pretty dumb by doing this and walking away because the whole deal was 100% them. You know, they don't get yep. any profit from the billion-plus yep. dollars that mm-hmm. Far From Home just did. They get everything, yep. and Marvel and Disney don't get anything. So... so
0: Just, just, just the right to use this character again, which like, mm-hmm. is needed and I mean, if he's a huge character, mm-hmm. it's needed in the Marvel
1: Universe. And or Cinematic Universe. Yeah, yeah, Cinematic Universe, but... I, I, and I think this is just me, um, and people know this on the, that listen to my show. Tom Holland, I, I'm going to put all the cards on the table, is the best and accurate Peter Parker from the comics into the cinematic universe. And to Sony to st- take Tom Holland and try to do their thing when they had two tries to get it right, I'm sorry. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it, it doesn't really... The only thing that gets me... Uh, how can I say it, very comforted, is that Watts is still being the director. And that brother can do his thing. He did his thing from far from home he did it so uh, that's the only kind of confidence and again guy josiahs they just want to do the uh, venom in the spider-man movie they, they just want to do that they want to really bring venom back in and do it do, do with spider-man and try to finally get the sinister six off the ground but i was really God. looking forward i was really looking forward to mcu sinister six so um there's so much things that can be that can be really uh Broken down (laughs) into this transaction because even Disney, even Disney approached and says, Hey, you know what? We'll do let's do 50 50. Sony goes, Bump it. I'm out, man. I'm not doing this.
0: How does Sony have the balls to do that? And and like, seriously, like, you guys are sitting back making cash, making all you have to do is show up. (laughs) That's it, dude. Like, why would they do that? But you brought up a great point, too, though. And even if we're going to dissect it a little more. Uh, I'm a huge just fan in general, but I love uh, villains, and I yeah. love any villains, any heroes. Like, give me those characters, and Eddie Brock is that character. Yeah. Uh, even though, in my opinion, Venom was not a good movie.
1: It wasn't, man. It wasn't. And the it, only reason why they made that money, we gotta thank overseas. Come on, now.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much, only as far as the CGI symbiote goes, and that voice for the symbiote was great.
1: Yeah. But Eddie yeah.
0: Brock, like they looked at him and no one had direction for Eddie Brock. He yeah, was changing his accent every scene, it almost seems seems like. And then it goes from the movie where we must speak people to oh yeah. now we must save the world. And I didn't under like the direction, dude, or maybe even the editing. Yeah. Bad, but it wasn't
1: overall just bad. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, it just really goes to show. And even though this is a Marvel podcast, bringing up Warner Brothers and DC, they just can't get things right. They just can't get it right. You know. Completely only the, the, the Fox thing, the only thing that Fox ever did right, and everybody would agree on this, is Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds was born to play Deadpool. And, yeah. But yeah. this is the thing. This is, and I'm just gonna put this out here. Honestly, I don't even think. Fox was really a part of that. It was all Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds made that movie great. So it's kind of like...
0: You're right. He kind of pitched it himself mm -hmm. and made a self-made video of him as Deadpool in the voice of Deadpool, and it was just a small action sequence where it's like, the fan reaction to this is really good. Maybe it can go somewhere. Yeah, which again was a kind of weird surprise hit, but the fandom was there for
1: it. Yeah, yeah, and they—I mean, even with Deadpool one, Deadpool two was a crazy hit, and uh, and yeah. they just did—they just did it right. They did it right finally, and I love yeah. how they, it was just one of those things that with Ryan Reynolds, they just did it. They they did it, they, they just did it right. But when, coming yeah. back to Sony, um, with it's just their direction of like building the villains, and and again, I. Venom was a bad movie, but it was good to see Venom yeah. done right you know that, in that way.
0: Exactly. You're right, you're right. And that's the weird thing is, like, you're right because I mean, not to say anything bad about Silver Grace, he's a great actor, but, yeah. like, that he played a good Eddie Brock, but the simplicity aspect of it, he was, was off.
1: Yeah. And to see them, do they have a strong enough foundation to build the Venomverse? No. No, I agree. And, I, agree, no. Uh, I don't I don't think they can go there. And this is the thing: they don't have a Kev- Kevin Feige. They don't, they don't yeah, have the people that put. The, the, again, Kevin Feige is that man that just picks great storytellers to pick. Just like just like what Stanley did. Stanley just mm-hmm. multiplied himself. So yeah. that's something that Sony is still. And this is the thing: people will say this. Well, what about? Um, into the Spider Verse. Now, I would say Into the f- Spider Verse is probably one of the best Spider Mans ever to be put on film. But well, that was not
0: odd thing. agreed. Yeah,
1: totally, sorry, but so again, like, yeah. no, 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 you're good. Like, because but it's Sony Animation, totally different people, totally, totally different mean, people. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. So, and Phil and Lord did that one as well, though, right? You said what? Phil and Lord did that
1: one though, right? I
0: they got acts from Solo, I want to say, and
1: oh, yeah they were asked
0: from Solo, I think that was the next project after that. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. So, but at the end of the day, um, I did this, and I don't know how far you went back into my episodes when I kind of asked you to come on the show, but uh, the James Gunn thing, bro, I called it. I called it. I said everybody was panicking, and I said, guys, give yeah. it a few months. They are too dumb to release this guy. They are too stupid, yeah. and I think yeah. this is going to be the same thing. Let let Sony have their fun with Tom Holland. Let, let, I mean, Tom Holland's just going to enjoy the ride. He's going to get his checks. He's going to do his thing. He's a great Peter Parker, great Spider-Man, but I... I think he's going to come back. I mean, it's no, it's a no-brainer. They're going to have their ride for a couple... But but rumor has it is that still, he's still signed on for the last Spider-Man. So supposedly, there is still going to be the Spider-Man 3 of the MCU. And then after that, he's going over to the Sony and seeing what they're going to do with that. And they're really pushing a live-action Spider-Verse. Which, again, of course, all of us are wanting to see Tobey Maguire, Garfield, and Tom Holland all in the same screen. That would be great. It will work. But, uh, yeah, man, it's...
0: I give give them props on being ambitious, but I don't don't think they've been brainstorming this as well thought thought out. Like you said, Kevin Feige, he's known for plotting and planning Mm -hmm. these
1: things. Yeah, and
0: Sony's track record—I
1: don't trust, dude. I, I I don't, I don't trust it. Just like Warner Brothers and DC, I don't trust it. I'm okay. sorry, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, man. Once DC gets their own studio, it's gonna be a different ball game. But every time Warner Brothers has their puppet stuff going, I, I it's just, it's just wrong. And anyways, that's that's a whole other rabbit trail. But um. Yeah. But I still, I'm just kind of laying back. Even though, man, I really love Tom Holland. Met the dude. This guy was really, really nice. And it's just one of those things. I don't want him to get all. I'm, 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 I'm kind of not. Try, I'm trying not to look at Sony like Warner Brothers because Warner Brothers just hurts people and they just leave them be, <laughs> leave no, them to dry I'm and bleed. But, yeah, um, yeah. but I'm just kind of. I'm really leaning back, man, because one of the things is continuity. It it because Kevin Feige knew man, he knew what was happening. That's why we, when we see Phase Four, there's nothing mention of Spider Man. But I think they can still clear it up with a bunch of dialogue and you know you, a good couple of good placement sentences throughout Phase Four and Phase Five bring them back for Secret Wars or something. You know I, I'm not really I'm not scared, man. I'm not scared about it at all.
0: No, no I, I'm not scared. I like I, I'm worried definitely, like like a like a parent almost like. <laughs> at, least of, at least take care of Tom Holland, you know? Um and again, not to talk or say anything bad about Tom Hardy, but he didn't do his research
1: for Eddie Bon. No, at no, all. you can tell that. You can tell. Like Tom yeah. Hardy when it comes to the the Nolan verse, did his thing with Bane. I'm sorry, he did his thing with Bane, but you can mm-hmm. tell you can tell the disconnect with the character. You can dude. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like yeah. He, he seemed and, and like a pansy, bro. Yeah, kinda,
0: dude, kinda, kinda. And it sucks to see as fans, and, and you really want to see these characters shine, especially like, we know the source material, dude. Yeah. and mm-hmm. to see it done improperly, it's
2: like, yeah,
0: you guys are putting these projects in the wrong people's hands, yeah. someone that's passionate, and cares and knows these characters, you know, and, and hence mm-hmm. and the whole MCU compared to... Like you said, you see everything Sony has done. Honestly, everything
1: Fox has done too with X Men: Fire. Yep. Oh, that's it, a, That's a whole other other thing. But
0: yeah, dude. Because works, dude.
1: that that's something that um, again, if you listen to my, my fans, know it that. I've, I've, I've had this thing about Brian Singer for many, many years, bro. And again, it's not like I hate the dude, but it's like, bro. And this is the thing, guys. So many that people that are listening that are comic readers and some that are not, you know, and that's totally fine. But knowing the source material is something that when you see things like this about Tom Holland or, or Sony taking back their IP of Spider-Man, you're like, well, that sucks, but... I got comics, I got the source material, you know, it's not going to hurt me too bad, you know, but again, exactly. you know, again, it's, it's just one of those things, again, at the end of the day, and we're going to get into our, our, our main question here, is that, you know, I remember watching Endgame, and, you know, I'm sitting there with my wife, and it gets to so many moments in the film that I was tearing up because I grew with these characters, not yeah. only yeah. 10 years ago, 20 <laughs> exactly. plus years ago. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, dude. Yes. So it was something very, very historic. You know, mm-hmm. so going into the our question, or one of our first questions for you is that you know, this whole MCU train that is as probably at its most highest point right now because of Infinity Infinity War and Endgame. Um, do we ever? Do you eventually see this stopping? Do you see this getting old?
0: Okay, I'm glad you gave me these because to do these. Questions and I love them by the way. I'm like, oh my
1: god, appreciate it, man. To
0: play with no, dude, was dope, dude. So, um, the superhero fatigue, like, Mm -hmm. and that's what everyone's calling it, yeah. Don't go James,
1: don't go James Cameron on me, bro. Uh Oh, no,
0: no, (laughs) dude, I I, I love these characters too much. Like, um, there's okay, look, uh, several things, dude. Um, I almost think it's going, it's almost bound to happen. Mm -hmm. Do I want to see it? No, and again, going back to growing up on these characters and just knowing the source material. uh, I completely love what's out there right now. I mean, granted, not all of it. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
2: Yeah. Um, Uh, yeah. uh,
0: Gotham. I mean, it's not... Like, I appreciate them trying and swinging for the fences, but it's like, okay, that's unnecessary, and maybe that's unnecessary, but it's like, it's a vision. Everyone has their vision. Yeah. Now... in saying that though, the odd thing about that is just the genre of movies in general, I, I always lean more towards like just give me an original yeah. idea. Yeah. I, that's why they keep pulling towards comics because it's like mm. we have no fresh idea. Mm, that's and these stories are going to last everyone, so let's pull stuff obscure things yeah. that, you know, we haven't seen yet, like Pretty Deadly, I think, and yeah. uh, just, just a lot of shows, and there's a show about, uh, I mean, East of West, there's
1: rumors about East of West, I love that, a lot of East of West, so give yeah. me some, some of that, but it
0: has to be done properly and in the right hands, though.
1: Yeah, um, what it looks like, it looks like some of these people, like the 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 producers and uh, and the and the brains behind Gotham and even that that new show Pennyworth, it's more it's more like, hey, man, everybody loves these um, superhero movies. Let's keep on doing yeah. it. But it's like they don't know, they're not in it. They're not in the source material. They didn't they didn't grow up reading it. They decide, you know what? They gave me the they gave me the contract. I'm gonna go to the library uh, and research. Um, months and months for no, that's not that's not the same, man. That's not that's I not agree. the same.
0: Because that's not passion, dude. No, like you know, and I, it's almost. And I don't. Okay, again, people's visions can pull it off. Like Tim Burton back in the day, he wasn't a comic yeah. book fan. Yeah, dude. That, Batman: wanted and Batman: Return, good movies. Yeah, good movies. Um, so give it to the right people in the right hands. And it could be
1: done properly. Yeah. I think Every there was time. a there was a rumor for the Silver Surfer movie that um uh, I'm brain farting now with the names, but uh the the people that did Speed Racer, they wanted to do that type of texture on a in a Silver Surfer movie. And when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, dude, that could totally freaking work. That could totally That's work. Efficient. And yeah. uh, I mean, I just want some cosmic entities already. Jesus, like I, really wanted to see infinity. I, I, I really wanted to see an I said infinity, uh, eternity in Endgame. I really wanted to see him and Doctor Strange. We heard about that I was, scene.
0: Uh, I was really hoping to see, honestly, uh, Nova.
1: Well, supposedly, was, did you hear about that rumor that Nova is post is in that splash page uh, scene at the end? Nova's in the back movie. somewhere.
0: Yeah, I've heard that. Now I've got to dissect it even more now. Yeah, yeah, I, I did. did. Yeah, uh, but again, going back to your question, though, dude, like Hollywood in general just seems stagnant already on creative ideas. Mm. Like the, the writing across the board yeah. and so many writer strikes. Like the only source material they have is like, okay, well, let's see. People like these comic things. They've always been a thing. Yeah. And they're trying to make it a thing and it's like don't touch something I love too though, because we're very protective on, on our passion and our love for these characters.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do it right like Marvel's cinematic universe has and but again, like I said, you know, we're passionate about them, and we care about the characters. We don't want to get hurt when something's done bad or
2: improper. Mm-hmm.
0: But, yeah, man. And- I mean I, because, do we think it's going it's,
1: it's to happen, though? And, and I think it is about to happen if... I mean,
0: if... if I, I, I don't see it happening anytime soon. No, it's like, not going to okay, happen
1: anytime soon. I, I, I'm
0: 38. How old are you?
1: I, I'm 33. I, I don't think it's ever going to
0: end, really, dude. Like, again, the source material... And, and even though we don't have a, a huge age gap, but the way we're, we're passionate about these mm-hmm. characters, yeah. we know, like... Okay, fatigue for us would be what? Maybe twenty more
1: years of superhero movies. Yeah, pro- probably. But then again, like you, you see how the times are changing. How, I mean, you're going into the comic book store and you're picking up the latest ones. On average, on average, at least my comic book store, you don't really see kids in there. You don't. you, you don't. see our age because again, we're millennials we're millennials and there's post millennials and it's still that's why the video games and all that kind of stuff is still here and there there's now careers on it. I mean back in the day when yeah. you were saying, "Hey mom, I'm going to go to college to make video games." They're like, "What the hell's wrong with you?" But then they're like, "Hey, I brought six Yeah, you know, you know, "Hey mom, I just made six figures of my first game." They're like, "Holy crap." Okay, I'm going to take you serious now. You know, so it's, yeah, it's just... The, the times are mm-hmm. different, but this is, this is okay, my take. Yeah. This is my take. I know there is some sort of inevitability in that, but mm-hmm. with this whole MCU train and with Disney Plus coming, I think Disney Plus and what they're doing with the cinematic universe intertwining it on a streaming yeah. service is revolutionary.
0: Oh, it definitely is. And you know what, dude? Uh, I literally live a few blocks away from disneyland so mm-hmm. i mean i see fireworks every night in you know, my, my yeah. yard but the house of mouse is pretty it gets expensive dude yeah um like just for the movies and they're hitting them out of the park though like mm-hmm. the spider-man it's blanking hit five billion dollars that yeah. they're making these great movies um It's weird because I don't want to see a Monopoly. Yeah, yeah. But I would have really wanted to see Mickey Mouse finally pull one over and get Spider-Man. And like, you know what? Mm -hmm. But you don't want to give. I mean, it's a business decision, sure. Yeah. Um, It's just one of those weird, there's so many ways to look at it and dissect it. Like, you know, just give them the money. And give them, you know what? How much would you pay if you were Mickey Mouse? Would you pay $1 billion for Spider-Man as a character to get the property rights back?
1: You get that, man. Just get that. You can you can get that back
0: cake, dude. I mean, if it just made one billion dollars, you know, the franchise is gonna make, you know, yeah five Yeah, that's not hundred even hundred. that's not
1: even hurting. That's not even hurting yeah. the the paraphernalia that comes with that, but not at all, dude. It, not at all. And that's what I would have said, like, man, you know what? Screw the fifty fifty deal. Just keep it at hundred, keep them keep them because again, at the end of the day, Sony had the balls in their court. You know, yeah. so just let them do it. So but again, there's gonna be people for the next twenty to thirty years that are gonna try to do it. But Mc they're gonna this is this is the mistake that DC's doing, that Fox has has been doing, and like they're trying to play catch up, and I'm like, this is the thing that you need to stop doing. Stop trying to be like MCU and just be you with the great stories that you already have. You yeah, know, yeah. like, stop giving us uh, Batmans. Stop giving us Batmans. Give us a freaking, you know what I would love to see? I would have loved to seen James Gunn. Screw the Suicide Squad. I would have loved to see James Gunn give us a Green Green Lantern Corp. Oh, see,
0: that would fucking I,
1: like, I would have loved to see that. Give me three yeah, films yeah. of that. And it, 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 how he did Guardians, and this is the thing, man. This is when you know you have great leadership because they were inter- they were introducing us um, from the MCU with gar- characters like Guardian, Doctor Strange, and I, I was like, but these people don't know them. Like it's not no, going to go well, and we fell in love with them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it just goes. It, it again, it is a a symbolism of what stan lee did with characters and put mm-hmm. them in, in in write in great writers great illustrators you know yeah so i mean i could talk about this all day but um oh, no, I, I agree it would be i totally back you up man just keep on rolling man i love it <laughs> okay so but with that in mind mm-hmm. talking about ips and guys if you uh, audience don't know what the ips are basically you know the, the sony um um ip owner well sony owns spider-man ip you know that so that all these ips that we went with this control conversation property. with fox is a control property mm-hmm. so when it came to fox and disney now that um fox has uh, i mean disney has all of fox ips which is the x men fantastic four all that great stuff which we're all looking forward to but what is one ip that you want to see man in the next mcu phase if it be phase four or phase five or character or series.
0: Okay. Wow, um, the uh, Voted Gun Question. I love it. Because um, I want to see Nova. okay. Like, a, like a, a, a. You know Give me both of them. Give me Richard Rider and Alexander. Oh, nice. Like Alexander.
1: But and, and you can do like that, man. You They can do that just mm-hmm. like they did Pim.
0: And, and imagine that, though. Like, a, an old
1: cop that knows what he's Ooh, doing, a yeah, cop, and teaching a young kid that,
0: like, a good kid with a good heart and good moral standpoint, and it's like, okay, and the whole, whole orphan, not necessarily orphan, but I lost my dad, we don't know where my dad mm, is. And
1: that's like, good, man.
0: Like, you can write it properly. Um, I, I would love to see that, and it's, it's honestly bound to happen. Yeah, I'm a huge villain fan. I want to see. Um, honestly, we're going we're going to get this one definitely for sure. We know this is. I want to see Doctor Doom.
1: Yeah, oh, that's uh, my favorite villain of all times, bro.
0: Oh, dude, Homelander is sick, uh, dude. Give me Jack Kirby. Uh, but yeah, no, dude, just uh, give me a broken man that is flawed. Yeah. and I have my ideals and my reasons for doing these things. And you know what? I'm not the best person. But my ideals are there to help people, and it's a twisted vision. Like yeah. he just wants to kind of almost liberate, you know, his people,
2: like yeah, that man. Fairy,
0: You know, and, it's like, and his biggest flaw though is not just—I mean, granted, see, hes egotistical. But the whole, his—he wears a mask because he has a, a scar on his face, and he thinks he's—he thinks he's ugly. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you put it that way make people empathize or emph- emph- uh, sympathize with this character. Yeah. Where it's like, I-, I, feel, I feel that way sometimes in my life. Like, maybe I'm not good enough. Mm. And am I a bad person? Like, we're not bad people. Yeah. We just make bad decisions, you know? Like, yeah. it can be written properly.
1: Yeah, man. So, uh, and, and that's... I, I would love to see that. Oh, man, I would love to see a Dr. Doom. And, and I always loved where writers and directors puts you in a place where at one point in the film you're hating the villain and all of a sudden you're actually standing with him and supporting him and caring for the character. That's that's totally gonna that's that's gonna be great, great, great to see
0: it it, it took was right, dude. Ah man, (laughs) he was a bit of an extremist, but homeboy was
1: right. Yeah, like yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, he's an extremist, but yeah, extremist for D. But you should be on a future show, man, because I'm I'm doing the segments that I'm putting out where it's saying, and literally it's titled, "If I would make a Marvel movie, I would do." Now it's kind of we we were gonna call it "What If," but then when Disney came out with that "What If," I was like, ah, I don't want to feel like. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to ride that. Cool ride too. the hype train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm literally, I, I actually started to do that on my Instagram. I put it out like if like, because I'm a graphic designer as well. So I'm putting these posters together and people literally legit thinking that it's real, you know? Oh, so I yep, was talking yeah. about like uh, Captain America. I'm like, what if we actually followed him with returning those crystals? But what, what we thought took a minute or so took like, a long a time, bro, like couple a couple of decades, lifetime. bro. a lifetime of yeah. just putting that back. So like, what if like one crystal just fell? On? And then also the whole, uh, this is what I would do. And this is what something that I was going to recently work on. And I know I'm I'm coming off and I'm going to come back on um, with the Loki series. I would love to see a movie or even in the TV series that uh, with the Cosmic Cube going back and corrupting the Hulk. And n- making him basically that this anti-villain, or if, if not villain, and just going ham. Just going oh, ham on people. I like
0: that. That's an, that's an interesting take, dude. Uh, you know what? Okay, uh, you did mention, uh, if, if I'm welcome back on a future podcast, the only reason I would come back, uh, right, I, my first reason is, first of all, this conversation on Melvin is awesome, but <laughs> I have three podcasts that I record. Uh, and you, I need to you pick your brain, homie, a few times. So. Oh man, yeah, man. Okay, man. All right, we'll set something up. But yeah, anytime, dude.
1: I'm do that. Awesome, awesome, man. Um, so, uh, I know, me, I, for if I would ask myself that question, the 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 big movie that I'm looking for in the next couple of phases, um, that, that's kind of hard because. I would love to see, and this is just me, bro, okay, not following the Avengers model of, like, having the character solo films and coming in, but I would love to see a Cyclops film done right because with Brian Singer, man, everybody hates Cyclops, and I'm like, bro, if you go to the source material, that guy is a bad mama and he's been through some crap.
0: He's a stud for sure, and again, the leadership he's had. Yeah. And growing up with Chris Claremont and Jim Lee in the nineties, like that was my era.
1: It's like, dude, yeah, dude.
0: He wasn't a pansy. He wasn't a pushover. He had respect for people, and he would chew you out and put you in your place. Yeah. And it's weird. You're right. Yeah.
1: So uh, Claremont is one of my... Man, man, the longest run with X-Men, man. That's great stuff. But okay, so speaking with X-Men, we'll kind of close it here. Um, We we actually talked about this on Instagram too uh, with Hickman's new run and his portrayal relaying somewhat of the foundation of the um, mutants to the Marvel Universe. Do you think, is that coincidence... Of him doing or going in that vein and actually being that influencer to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Is the Marvel Cinematic Universe going to follow Hickman in, in how he's bringing the mutants in? Because, guys, if you have not gotten on House of X and Power of 10, whoa. Pretty dope, dude. Whoa. Okay, yeah,
0: agreed, agreed. Like, he's taking a different route, which I wasn't expecting. And the way he's concurrently writing both of these titles, yeah. honestly, dude, uh, just I, I almost want to say yes, but I really don't think it's a mm. coincidence, dude. Yeah. Um, Marvel in general, so Marvel, Marvel Comics, and even MCU, like Joe has it. Like they're yeah. playing the long game,
1: dude. Yeah, like, dude. Yeah.
0: It, And then let's look at it this way too. Marvel Comics, DC Comics, Image Comics, they have their summits where it's like, all right, uh, next event for next year. And it's like, well, have an idea. And it turns into something where it's like every writer gets involved and their planned events. Those summits like lead the path down for years down the road. Yeah. Um, I think it was more right time because, okay, I love what Brian and Michael Bendis did with, with the X-Men, yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, even mm-hmm. the young X-Men, I'm like, I didn't like it at first. And I'm like, you know what? He's spinning this really Yeah, big. dude. Yeah. Yeah. And even the Colin Bunn stuff, like, the old Magneto aspect, and it, it's, it's, it was good stuff, you yeah. know? And But honestly, since then, there's always been that rumor. And what Brian Michael Bendis hasn't done, X-Men, granted, he's in DC now, but Mm -hmm. written a proper X-Men title in about, what, four years? Three years?
1: Yeah, it's been been a minute.
0: Yeah, and even when he was writing it, there were a bunch of rumors like, the X-Men, like, like, Marvel Comics wants to get rid of the X-Men, like, you guys Mm -hmm. aren't writing them the way they should be. I think it was just happenstance, dude, where it's like, you know what, it kind of just looks like like it, it coincides together and yeah. playing the long game. And Jonathan Hickman is writing powers of X and House of X. He's got the road laid out for yeah. them already. Yeah. I, I am digging on it, but um I don't I don't think it's 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 a like it's it's a coincidence, dude. Honestly. Yeah. Look at it this way. I mean, the X Men were created to combat bigotry hatred and racism Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the world we're living in today like the x-men need to be those prominent figures that we grew up with because you know what dude i'm hispanic and it's like you don't get crap from people and it makes you feel like you're not alone and it pulls everyone in it's okay to be different you know it's okay it's okay to have a third, fourth, you know, just three fingers, left fingers, it's okay, you know, like, and, again, combating the racism and the bigotry, and in today's society, that's what we need right now, I Yeah, I think that's, so, I don't, I, it's just, it's gotta be coincidence,
1: dude. Yeah, yeah, and, um, and I it's know, just, that kind of deep, Utah, right? no, 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 that's great, man, that's great, I brought my floaty, so I'm not drowning, but, um, man, dude, like, what you said was was great because I think it it, it kind of feels like a, 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 a like a refresh, like it really feels yeah. like a refresh to the, the to the to the X Men titles because again we didn't we didn't really have a great like you said we didn't really have a great kind of series or a strong series even Michael Mendez like yes great stuff but it was still ugh, you know it was not that full you know I was enjoying it just like you said but it was like but this what Hickman does. And what Hickman is doing. And he's literally laying that ground for the next at least 20 years of writers to write upon. And it's crazy to see. It's crazy to see.
0: It's beautiful to see. Because again, like... And if, even looking at it this way, and I don't mean to interrupt, but like, we grew up with these characters. Mm-hmm. And you and I, all of us, we're going to get old. And these characters have to live and survive way after work yep, yep. And one of these obscure characters is going to resonate in some kid where it's like, I can relate to this. Yep. To Nightcrawler. Like, he yep. looks like... A devil but oh my gosh is the most purest one out of all of them yeah he is twisted dude and we you know it's like it's you're right 20 years down the line and we're going to be in our 50s mm-hmm. and i'm still going to be reading it yeah. and we're still yeah. going to be critiquing and we're still going to be loving it because that's what we grew up with that's right and man. and it just lays down the foundation for the next batch of kids that are wanting to find that passion where it's like I can draw, I mean, I I can write, yeah, you can Mm -hmm. write a comic, you you can do anything you want to do. Uh, It's cool, it's cool, man, it just gives people some passion, yeah?
1: Yeah, man, it's just just powerful that, you know, you can pick up a pen, you can uh, open up your computer and literally create stories that you can have people and inspire and motivate and just heal people in that way, and again, that's always been... Um, my thing when it comes to comics and that's why you know when I when I started this podcast you know it was a lot we did a heavy heavy amount of like you know MCU leaks and stuff like that but with this season 3 um, we're kind of re, reshaping everything and how we do the podcast and really bringing back down to the passion where we're not getting away from all the industry MCU stuff but we are bringing back to the source materials and we are like um, motivating our listeners to go back and just have fun and jump in to this in the pages of, of in these characters, I mean, we have so many stories that like we ha- we still going to talk about. We're, we have like segments that we're going to review series, old series, new series, it doesn't matter. One of my favorite yeah. series that passed, um, Nick Spencer was Secret Empire. Man, everybody jumped on that and was like butchering it, but it was so great, man. And so, those kind of series that you know. Uh, that you know, because I knew when watching Endgame, when you know, again, one of my favorite MCU movies of all time is Winter Soldier. And when he went back into that elevator and said, Hail hey, oh Hydra, I already knew that was a callback to Secret Empire, you know. Yeah, so and, it, it just thing. feels good, it feels good when you know the source material because it's you just appreciate it that much more.
0: There are more Easter eggs for us, <laughs> right? <laughs> And even even um, in Civil War when um, Peggy Carter dies. And
2: yeah.
0: she gives that speech that Captain America gives. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you always need to be strong. Plant yourself. And when somebody tells you to move, you look them straight in the face and he says, no, yeah. you move. Like, you, and it's beautiful and it just gave me I got chills off of yeah, that. Man. Yeah, man. And it, those are beautiful lines that... Again, like, um, okay, several ways to look at it. Um, I love it, and any route, and I think I'm obviously used to the same way. Anyone that has a route into a movie, even if it's good or bad, if one person liked it, cool. If it makes one person go to a comic store or go digital and, like, reach out and, and search something. Like, that's just that small spark yeah. that anyone needs. Like, go find it because the source material is so much better, yeah. so much richer, it's so much just more beautiful. women. these guys are. It's not war, but damn it, dude, they put their blood, sweat,
1: and tears, yeah, and man. a lot of work into this stuff, dude. Yeah, and I got a chance to actually be a part of a comic series that we're doing um, with a couple of people and a couple of productions, and it is a lot of work. and And that's what I can just say. That I mean. If I can, we can motivate anybody that's listening for that are just kind of like, and again, it it might be scary. It might be scary for some of our listeners that are like, you know what? I've always wanted to get in the comics, but man, I have no idea to to begin. This is the best time to get in because there's a lot of great new series coming out. And again, you can just keep on listening to uh, Heart of Marvel podcast, Comic Syndicate, all these great podcasts that are out there that we cover these things to help you break it down. So yeah. So that's pretty much it, man. Josiah, man, thank you, man, for taking time, man. Just just no, chilling check. out, man.
0: No, I, I had a blast, dude, and I, honestly, I felt like, oh, uh, dude, like, do I have the time to do it? And you know what, dude, once <laughs> you shot me, and, and honestly, it was like uh, last night, I felt like it was, damn it, it feels like it's your first date. Right. So, <laughs> I, 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 I'm a jokester, so don't mind me, but I'm like, technically, this is our first date, dude. We that's had so no funny. foreplay. We just kind of jumped
1: in. That's it, hilarious, dude. man. Um, that's hilarious.
0: But, um, it, it, it was fun, dude. Like it not know. Thank you anytime. You are going to be on uh the Comic Syndicate is my main podcast. And awesome. it's all on the same feed. So awesome. the Comic Syndicate podcast just for us to shoot the whole comic. And so the same thing we're doing on your pod we're gonna do on mine. Let's do it. Man. I have a second one is way more fun and more relaxed. Mm. And it's called uh, Deep Dive in Rabbit Holes. Nice. Uh, we we break down any topic and we give full facts and then our experiences with these facts. So nice. the art of tipping, like how is what's the proper way to tip? Mm. Or even a cruise ship and people getting lost at sea. What is the percentage that people get found and what percentage aren't getting found also awesome. wow. any topic and then the third one is actually the audio chronicles which is strictly interview based and that's me all right dude awesome. uh i'm gonna lead you down
1: but you're going to <laughs> tell me the story of your
0: life so and
1: awesome. that's, yeah awesome man well again man guys go look up josiah and all those outlets that he just mentioned super cool dude again these are kind of those things that we can just talk for another couple hours guys just just talking about these things but guys Thank you for taking time out of you guys' busy day to hear us nerds rant, as always, about this stuff. Guys, you can always find us on any type of um, outlet that podcasts can be heard. It's Hard to Marvel Podcast. You can hit me up on Twitter and Just in Marvel. That's J-U-S-T-N Marvel. Um, hit us up if you guys have any feedback, reviews, or anything that you want us to cover as well, or hit us up on the email at Hard in the Paint. Um, I think a to pay podcast, Gmail. One of those things. You can find us, guys. So, thank you guys uh, for listening. Stay awesome and stay blessed, guys. Peace.